Low. Hmm. Hmm. I'm concerned. Oh, no. Oh, there you are. Okay, never mind. Not you. Sorry. <laughs> you are you. Uh, but you, the there you are you, was call recorder, and I couldn't find it recording my call. But I found it, and I said, there you are, and then I knew everything was okay. Because it's okay. re- it's recording. Yes. I'm well, I'm recording. As I have as I have complained in the past, uh call recorder seems to have added a delay where it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to start when you start a call. So you have to give it give it a sec. I always so the way that I know it's, you know, cuz yeah, it does take a second and so we usually wait to start speaking until then. Um but I couldn't see it anywhere in the window. Or, you know, on my screen anywhere. And, you know, I was looking for the little red blinking rectangle that says, hey, I'm recording. And that was because it was positioned perfectly so that it was blocked by the boom that's connected to my mic. Um and so it was mm. just perfectly positioned on the screen to be outside of my line of sight. And therefore, I thought I wasn't recording. And that's not how you do a podcast. Which is funny because you have a boom mic, so you have a fancy podcasting setup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. How are so, you this morning? I... I'm fine. I just brewed my coffee. It is hot and fresh. Um, and just how it I like is, it. It is uh, uh, mostly ground today, although there were some grinds from, I think, two weeks ago inside the container. Um, I didn't exactly like use up all of, the, all of it the last time I brewed coffee at home, so there's there's a little leftover. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a groundwork coffee bean, um, whole bean. Uh, that's that uh, it's from. Uh, sustainably ethically whatever sourced from <laughs> aka Ethiopia, not single from source nestle <laughs> yeah and uh it is it is a uh, it's nice it's it is a little bright um i think and acidic um compared to, to some of the other stuff I, I usually prefer a chocolatier tone in my coffee okay yes for for later in the day varieties I like a chocolatier, richer, smoother, fresher, stronger, better, faster coffee. But in the morning, Mentos of coffee. <laughs> in the morning, I do like a uh, a nice. It, it it sounds very breakfast blendy, and I quite like a good breakfast blend where it's as uh, as they are want to say, juicy and complex. Um, mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's nice to have a nice bright and refreshing. It's like having your OJ and your coffee all in one, except it doesn't taste terrible. And the OJ doesn't upset my stomach. Um, well, I mean, the OJ does upset my stomach. This doesn't, theoretically. <laughs> in theory, I, anyway, this I won't it the upset other your stomach. But it yeah. might? Is this the first time yes. you've had it? No, no, no. I just mean, um, uh, I, I, you know, you have, you have, you have too, too much coffee sometimes, and then uh, maybe it upsets your stomach. Yeah, Maybe. we should actually talk about that. Um, should we? Yes, we're doing it. Uh, um, are, you, are you noticing as you get older that there are limits to the amount of coffee that is appropriate to drink during the day? No. So I've kind of always, I, well, I guess maybe 
in high school when I was drinking just the worst coffee, um, I didn't have as much of a like mental block on how much coffee I should drink. But since that point, I just I can't. I like I knew that I couldn't drink a lot of coffee because I I kind of. I'm a robot about about these kinds of things, <laughs> input output kind of thing. And so during the day, I am constantly sort of um what is the best way to put it? Like condensing down <laughs> no, it sounds like I'm putting little uh food cubes and or putting food into me <laughs> and like cooking it into a little food cube. But mentally, I mean, I'm condensing down the things that I'm consuming in a day to sort of what they are and what they do for me. And so I, I kind of gamify uh, all day what it is I'm eating or drinking. And so I know, well, you've had a cup of coffee. So that means you've had your caffeine for, you know, the uh, the first half of the day. And if you have it in the second half of the day, caffeine's half-life is ridiculously long in comparison to uh, other things. And therefore, it's going to keep you up. Um, can't have alcohol past a certain point because if you do then it's going to force your body to only um have the l later and well I shouldn't say later the deeper stages of sleep and you need those uh not as deep levels of sleep as well in order to get proper sleep so it basically alcohol messes up your circadian rhythm having caffeine too late will of course mess up your ability to fall asleep and so it's kind of a constant dance in my head of here's how much water you've had today. Here's how much caffeine you've had today. And if you're going to drink, then you need to know that um, it is going to affect your sleep. So if you haven't had good sleep, then you probably shouldn't, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so therefore, all of that is to say uh it, not so much that I've realized lately that I, you know, can only have so much caffeine. I just haven't done that in a very long time in general. But speaking of, of stomach aches, what's it, it's not exactly this. It's about um, the, you know, some people have those mugs that are either just a hole on toilet or it's a <laughs> mug. <laughs> it's a mug shaped like a poo. And that is because <laughs> coffee does make you, uh, well, it, it helps make you need to defecate. And there are the, the like, for the longest, <laughs> don't you laugh at me, um, for, the long, for the longest time, uh, we thought it was the caffeine in coffee that made us had to defecate. But it is not the caffeine in coffee. Uh, scientists believe there is another compound, which they haven't quite, uh, at least at last time I checked, narrowed it down to what that compound is. Um, but yeah. But it is in the coffee too? But it, it's, yeah, it's like, it's specific to coffee. Coffee, because it used to just be like, oh, well, coffee makes me poo, but so does um, my Red Bull energy drink. No, that's no. Uh, um, in fact, that Red Bull energy drink just puts you closer to death. But uh, <laughs> they, it's not the caffeine that makes you have to poo. It does work very well for making you have to you. It does work very well for making you need to urinate uh, caffeine in any form. But 
in terms of defecation. Coffee's very good at it because of a separate compound. So, yeah, uh, coffee is a pretty powerful thing for multiple reasons. And if you drink it on an empty stomach, not only are you speeding up your metabolism, which means that your body is trying to burn energy you don't have in your stomach, but also you are um, basically making your stomach, uh, or like the, the muscles in your intestines, do do the things that they are supposed to do. But if there's nothing in there, then it might give you an upset stomach. Oh, that's a very pretty mug, Joe. Is that the mug you're drinking out of? Yeah, since we were talking about mugs, uh, I went and I, I sent you the the one that I have. It is a beehive coffee mug. Um, oh, yeah. ba- Bauer Pottery um, in in Los Angeles makes uh, the. They're fa- kind of famous for this beehive pattern. There's like teacups and all kinds of other things that they make with this this sort of like ribbed around the <laughs> ribbed. Um, the, the sort of, a uh, um, beehive pattern around the, the exterior of it. Um, so it is, it is a, it's a nice coffee mug. I like Ooh, it. I have two honey, of them. Your exterior yeah. is ribbed around the outside and I <laughs> like it <laughs> mm, for pleasure. Um, so the, uh, yeah, 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 this is, I just wanted to send you the, the coffee mug. Uh, and you, cause you, uh, you like, you like bees. So, uh. <laughs> is it's related uh yeah i do it's fair um Uh, it's a very pretty mug uh i i I quite like it let's um speaking of earlier i think you said hot and fresh and so i'm i'm tying it back to that now um (laughs) the opposite of bowel movements Um, oh golly (laughs) golly gee whirlickers uh, well, I guess they're still hot, but uh, so the Golly G Whirlickers, uh, moving it back to drumroll, please. Bum bum bum, bum bum bum. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that you were doing that for me. Oh, oh, I was doing it for you because okay. I don't know what you were going to okay, talk perfect. about. Okay, <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this is about the hot and fresh bread rolls that are served at a place in Missouri. Uh, and it might be somewhere, it might be in other places. Um, but I think it's, I think it's, yeah. So it's in Alabama and Missouri and it's called Lambert's cafe. Um, at, Oh, this is that thing that, that, uh, Dan, Dan W. Um, Dan W. Um, <laughs> you gotta say W cause we're talking w. about the Midwest. <laughs> Uh, W. Um, so Dan W. Um, I feel bad. I feel bad saying that because it's like, hello, George Bush aficionado, Dan. Um, I don't think that's, that's appropriate. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, D- Dan, who who has the the Twilight Zone podcast and uh, uh stuff, uh, random Serling, um, and also catalogs wigs that are used on the Americans on a blog. I think. Um, <laughs> interesting. He's a he's an interesting fellow. He he uh he he's I believe uh from or lived in relatively near your area and knew of this place and it was teased on the internet and I had no idea what you were talking about. And I could have googled it, but I just figured I would hear what it was. I'm glad. Uh other he's also on Twitter at nerd.is. Um so that's it's not actually a dot. You have to spell it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's n e r d d o t i is. Also, I've always pronounced it nerdotis. And then, as I was on Twitter looking at uh, his header, 
his header says nerd dot is. And so that's new to me. Um, so Lambert's is the home of throwed rolls. Uh, Lambert's is this wonderful kind of kitschy cafe. Uh, and it's, it is sort of a buffet, but not because of the way that it works. You, you go to Lambert's and you are waiting in line. And on most days you are waiting in line outside, out the door because this place is so popular. Um, it's called the home of throwed rolls because they literally throw rolls at your face. Uh, well, they try to get it to your hand, but sometimes it hits you in the face. Uh, anywho, so you sit down, you know, in these benches and you're all hanging out and everybody's talking and you order your food and all that kind of stuff. But while you have your main meal, which mind you there, the last time I was there, who knows in this economy, they might've decreased the size of their meals, but I doubt it. Um, your meal already is this gigantic plate of food that you could well, I shouldn't say you could never finish in one sitting because then people will feel um, challenged to do so. But it's a lot of food, basically. And while that whole lot of food is happening in front of you that you ordered, the whole time people are coming around with uh, like hot, hot plate to hot tray type things, serving trays full of other kinds of food. And so you can have them stop and bring you food that you want. So, for example, they have, I remember, I love their fried okra. A very good fried okra there. And so every time I saw the person wheeling around the fried okra cart, despite the fact that I think at the time I was in, uh, I want to say like late middle school, um, I can remember getting like the chicken baked steak with mashed potatoes and gravy. And it's this gigantic uh, plate of food. But every time the fried okra person came around, I was like, and I'm going to need some of that, please. And some more of that, please. And some more of that. But while that's going on, the whole time they've got somebody coming out of the kitchen with fresh out of the oven rolls. And from where you are, you raise your hand in the air. They see you. They sort of point you out. And then they take a roll and they throw it and you catch it. And so at any time, you can get yourself a throwed roll and you can get some nice molasses to put into said froed. Froed? <laughs> what is a froed roll? <laughs> a Freud roll. Um, and how does that make you feel? Well, it burns your hand is how it makes you feel because it's very that, hot. It's that hot? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and... Wait, I still, I still want to just make this clear. They literally throw a roll. Yes, yes. They literally what if, what throw if you're, a roll. What if you're a, like an elderly person? Well, then you don't, you don't get the roll thrown. You um, can wait until like the people are coming around. But oh. the whole point is to get the throw. So, well, and I should say too, one being elderly does not mean that one cannot catch a role. And so okay, I'm sorry. some people that do was, get that, those roles. I was, I was uh, making vast generalizations about elderly people. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if let's say you are less coordinated and would not like a role thrown at you. Yeah, um, then you can get it sort of delivered. Okay. So yeah, I think if I remember correctly, you can just ask one of the people um, who's mm -hmm. like doing the fried okra and all that kind of stuff. Hey, I would rather not have a role thrown at my face. And then they'll give you weird eyes like, but this is the home of throwed rolls. What are you thinking? And then you can can get it. But uh, it 
I mean, it's other than the wild. throwing, this kind of sounds like you know Midwest dim sum. Um, yes, with the, the carts. Yeah, and stuff. The, yeah. That's that's a that's a good way to put it. Um, the one, it's actually now that I live in Springfield, Lambert's is the closest it's ever been to me, but I've never been um, in like my adult life, which. I mean, a big reason, obviously, is the fact that um, a lot of the food is just just not my cup of tea, uh, and I also can't eat most of it because of my gluten tolerance. But um, it's it's kind of a novelty, and so when people come to, uh, whenever people are in the area, they will they will go and get it uh, for sure. And like I said. You sort of have to wait outside for a long time. Uh, here we go. Here's here's what they are always bringing around. Um, hot rolls and sorghum. Uh, macaroni and tomatoes. Macaroni. I don't know why I said it like that. Macaroni and tomatoes. <laughs> Fried potatoes and onions. Yum. Black-eyed peas. Also yum. Fried okra. Also, also yum. Um... Let's see. Lambert's will serve okra and rolls on your napkin. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, so you don't have to have it thrown. You can um, serve okra and rolls on your nap. They'll put it on your napkin. Oh, and if I remember correctly, they really don't like you to uh, to kind of take your food with you. I think you can take your food to go but if they catch you like yeah i have some third rolls oh can you give me some more third rolls oh i love some uh fried okra but the whole time you're just like stuffing it in a bag <laughs> to take home with you then they they don't they don't much approve of that um mm-hmm. but that, that is one of the consequences of of going to an all-you-can-eat establishment yes exactly mm-hmm. uh let's see here are some stats we served fish every day and cooked 48,409 pounds, 48,409 pounds of fresh Mississippi pond raised catfish. That's no fish story. I think this is in the last year. Um, 180,000 pounds of chicken breasts and legs were cooked in our two chicken fryers. We also cooked 73,980 pounds of chicken livers. The other parts went somewhere else. <laughs> Lambert's cooked a grand total of 253,980 pounds of chicken last year. Pork chops have been a great addition to this past year's menu. In this time, we served 71,900 pork chops. That ain't good news for the hog, it says with two exclamation points. 52,322 pounds of ham, country ham, and pork steak were served in this calendar year Mm. oh yeah i forgot they have really good cinnamon rolls there that i can't eat anymore um any hoodles that is um lambert's cafe the home of throwed rolls in sykeston missouri ozark missouri and foley alabama Mm. well from your initial description this reminded me of uh the all-you-can-eat buffets that uh were in florida when i was a kid um except when you continue to describe the whole cart situation and the uh having more brought to the table that was not what would happen you you would go you would go back up there um but uh this is kind of good because they're they're constant i mean they they basically are 
the, the one thing that I like about this, I guess, that's different than a typical um, a typical buffet is because they stick to only certain, I can't even think of what they call them, pass-arounds or whatever, um, they're constantly having to sort of make them, you know, fresh uh, because they, they basically drive around with the tray and then they run out and so then they make more. Um, and so keeping it to those those few things, the macaroni and tomatoes and black-eyed peas and whatnot, it uh, is helpful for for not being, you know, stuff just sitting in those those hot, hot trays for hours and hours and hours and not tasting very good yeah well and you know in that way it kind of reminds me of dim sum because then you know you're you're getting it off out of the cart from the kitchen um but then sometimes there's that dim sum cart that just keeps going around and nobody's getting anything out of it (laughs) you're like what's wrong with that one some we yeah we should probably not eat for that one uh no well it's hard sometimes because for some reason you get you get you get the, the the dim sum carts. Well, it'll just be like, yeah, this is the one I don't want. I don't want dessert right now. You just got here. Like, <laughs> move, move out of the circle. <laughs> like, get out of my way. What are you doing yes. here? Yeah, I'm the, walking the, here. <laughs> Another nice thing is they they have a little stamp, so they'll like, you know, give you a little stamp of what you got, and then that is what your bill is at the end. Oh, that's um, nice. Yes, so that way you don't have to worry about the take home part because one thing Jason likes to do is. Uh, just accumulate a lot of things to take home and then have later and I hate some of them um, there's this <laughs> thing that's like a, a tarot that's wrapped around like a paste of things uh, and fried so it has like a really crisp exterior but it just it tastes unpleasant what is, to me what but is, he, he likes what is it. tarot I thought that was reading your fortune Oh no, taro's a a a root vegetable, kind of like a sweet potato-ish kind of thing. Ah, oh, what does it taste like? Dirt. Oh, um, good. So it's <laughs> like a potato without any flavor of its own. Yeah, it's it it, it is. I, I I don't mean to disparage it because there, <laughs> it is a popular it is a popular root vegetable. It is just not popular with me. Um, but uh, <laughs> I like it that. is. It, there's uh, also this sticky rice thing that he gets uh, where it's like wrapped in, I think, a banana leaf. Um, and Do you eat the banana is, leaf? It's very, you don't eat the banana leaf. Oh, good. It's just, it's just for the, the cooking process. And because, you know, a lot of the stuff is steamed. Um, but the the, uh, the sticky rice is really sticky. Um, and then it's full of like little bits of pork and things. But it also has an unpleasant flavor to me that I have been unable to identify because it's like I like rice. I like pork. What does this taste like? I don't know. But uh, he makes fun of me because I, I won't eat it. Um, but sometimes he'll order it and then he'll freeze it. And so we have several in the freezer. Uh, and I just don't know when anyone will eat that. You know, one what? of these days. So I'm <laughs> happy. Not me. <laughs> uh, I just learned that. Um taro is actually um one of the highest sources of one of the highest sources of energy in vegetables um so there are more it's got more carbs than (laughs) you honey you got more carbs than a potato uh the taro does and therefore it is a fantastic source of quick energy for the body um, it's also, of course, got dietary fiber and those kinds of things, but I, I never knew, I never knew that it, uh, was this very good thing. Um, hmm. yeah, it, it's I mean, like I said, 
it's popular. It is it is a good vegetable. Uh, it 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 is a staple food of Hawaii and elsewhere. It's just not something I like. Apparently, huh. don't know why. Interesting. Apparently, you have to wear gloves when preparing it because uh, there are some compounds in it that will uh, cause your skin to itch. Um, so I wonder if cooking it takes care of whatever those are. Um, did you know pineapple? Pineapple w- humans humans are wild um, because <laughs> we are wild animals. Pineapples are there are two things going on when you when you when you decide to put a pineapple in your gullet. Um, for one. Pineapples have a very, if you've ever like um, marinated some sort of meat in pineapple juice or you have have uh, cooked with pineapple and you don't use it from the can, which is silly uh, to do, it will, it's got these enzymes in it that are so strong, they're actually, when you have them in your mouth, are breaking down the cells in your mouth. And so the pineapple, while you are attempting to digest it, is attempting to digest you. Uh, and so you might, if, if you've ever, like me, uh, me, a fool and not an intellectual, will uh, basically pound a whole thing of pineapple, like one of those little tubs of pineapple you can buy at the store that are prepared, um, pre-prepared, you uh, I will smash one of those delicious, yummy, yummy. But afterward, your mouth might hurt a little bit and your stomach could get a little uh, upset, too. And that is a because of the enzymes in pineapple, which are quite literally breaking down the cells in your mouth as you're eating it. But also because pineapples, along with some other fruits, have these tiny little bits of calcium in them that are their their structure essentially makes them into like little rods of glass. And so they're incredibly pokey uh, and they are scratching you. And so when you combine the enzymes, the strong enzymes in pineapple, which are, again, sort of digesting the inside of your mouth and these little calcium bits that are scratching the inside of your mouth and your esophagus and all those things, pineapple really does not want to be eaten. And it's kind of wild that we do anyway. It's it's fascinating. Hmm. Yeah, but it's delicious. Oh, it's so good. Pineapple is very good. Have you ever had? Have you ever had the the special um, uh, Maui pineapple? Maui pine? No. What is Maui pineapple? Uh, there is a. It, there are different kinds of pineapples, like how there are different kinds of everything else. <laughs> um, and uh, most of the pineapples we get in America are from Costa Rica, and they're a particular kind. But the ones from Maui uh, are, I think, a little smaller and a little sweeter. Um, so they're not as brightly acidic. They, they're still plenty acidic. But uh, there's there's more sweetness to them. They are very good. Uh, but they are not something that you can usually get here in America, like on, in coastal, you know, whatever, United States land. Um, you have to actually like go to Hawaii, and at the airport, they'll even have cardboard to-go boxes with the pineapples in them. Um, whoa. Part of that, what I said, whoa, yeah, yeah. So we 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 actually got 
a to-go box that had two pineapples in it, and we ate it when we got back last time when we were in Maui. Um, but uh, yeah, the 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 fruit is so good in Hawaii. Um, it is incredibly expensive because, as you might imagine, farming on tiny islands is not is not um, necessarily as profitable as it is uh, in Costa Rica. Um, but uh, it is the the fruit nonetheless is delicious. Uh, I still will happily eat pineapple from Costa Rica, but uh, but it is it is just another another version. Also, there there are um, decorative dwarf pineapples. Have you ever seen those? <laughs> no. Because uh, uh, you know how pineapple grows. Uh, yes, it's a plant. It grows up out of the ground. Like well, I should, like it it it's in the isn't it in the middle of the plant right? Uh, sort of, not really the middle, but oh, okay. it kind of like then, is on like a st- stick <laughs> that sticks out of the plant. Uh, I'm looking and then, now uh, yeah. at images. Yeah, yeah, cute. Yeah. Um. So it the the dwarf pineapples are decorative only. You don't eat them, but uh, it is it is very interesting to see them because they're, they're so tiny. <laughs> they just look like tiny versions of pineapples you would eat, but you don't eat. But these. you don't eat them. Uh, no, uh, and. I, I I highly recommend just seeing them in person once in your life, and you'll just be like, "Oh wow, this is adorable!" And I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> um, but it's a yeah. I want to do an update really quickly. Uh, it's rayfied is the name of it's a calcium oxalate uh, that in in the rayfied form it is a needle shaped crystal. And Joe, I'm going to send you an image of. It at 600 times magnification here. Well, no, apparently not there. One sec. Uh, wow, I cannot. I don't like Skype um, in its new form. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope, that didn't work. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, here we go. Rayfied, headed your way. Calcium Third oxalate. the charm. Yeah. Uh, it looks pokey. Yeah, little pokey babes. Um, yeah, little pokey babes. It's in kiwi. It's in spinach. It is in. I'm. I'm. I mean, it's in a lot of things, but I'm only reading the ones that folks uh, eat. Don't eat dumb cane, please, for the love of God. Do not eat Deffenbachia. Uh, it's in agave. It's in spinach. Yeah, it's in spinach. Um, it's in rhubarb. And those are pretty much the ones that people eat. Uh, it's part of the reason that people talk about. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard someone mention like having uh, what is it? What they call it? Like furry teeth after eating pine? Not pineapple, but after eating spinach. Like spinach will make your your teeth kind of feel like there's something on them. They're kind of like like a film. Yeah, yeah. like a film. Exactly. Uh, part of the reason for that is because of the. Because of the calcium oxalate in rayfied format, hmm. yeah, so interesting hmm. stuff. I thought it was there. pronounced rayfines. <laughs> yeah, rayfines. You know, uh, <laughs> um, that's that. Now we do have to, we do have to do, and I'm really sad because I wanted to um, put together a jingle, uh, and I completely forgot about it. But um, I do have, we talked about this animal fact uh, in, in our little text message chat before. And uh, given that we, you know, I had an animal fact from last time, which is that octop- 
octopi don't actually have tentacles. They have arms and a snail's eye stalks are tentacles, which is creepy. Um, this is, it's actually something that was observed a long, uh, well, a while ago where they had, uh, they were watching some dolphins in the wild and they were watching these dolphins pass around a puffer fish. Well, if you have ever heard anything about puffer fish, then you probably know that they are toxic. They release this uh, toxin from their little barbs. And while it is completely poisonous to some beings, it is not completely poisonous to a dolphin. And scientists, behavioral scientists, believed that or they, they they sort of put up the idea that the dolphins might be passing they like make the puffer fish blow up do its little um, defense mechanism and they're passing it around to each other and scientists believe that they may be doing this because it releases a little bit of the toxin which gets them high uh, but so they're playing a game of of pass the puffer fish uh, puff puff pass and I think that that's pretty awesome. But it's not just dolphins that look for some sort of uh, hallucinogenic effect. In in it's basically not just dolphins that do drugs. Um, horses are known to eat hallucinogenic weeds. Um, elephants will find uh, fruit that has fallen to the ground and sort of has become pungent and overripe. And will eat that and then get drunk off of it. Uh, apparently, bighorn sheep eat, uh, what is it, lichen, um, which I don't know what that is, but they describe it as narcotic lichen. Uh, uh, is it spelled L I C H E N? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I would have said lichen. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Yes. I think that is what it's called. <laughs> it's lichen, you know. Yeah. Um, which I is would also liken it to something else. Oh golly, he did it. He did it. He said <laughs> liken it. it to liken. Uh, oh, it's like an algae, which I yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so some of them are narcotic, and monkeys will eat. I mean, uh, sheep will eat that, and then monkeys will also eat uh, kind of the same overripe fruit that elephants eat. So we've got you know animals will be drawn to become drunk or uh, drugged up. Just as much as, well, not maybe not just as much, but just like humans do. So mm-hmm. that is your that is your animal fact for today. After our long bout of um, food facts, so I hope I hope all of you out there listening just got a nice heaping helping of rayfides and throat rolls, and you know if if you got some time, play puff puff pass with a dolphin. Mm. So what? Oh, also an important follow-up um, from our previous recording in which we were talking about bagels. Uh, we we said we didn't know what the gay bagel would be, and Bryant Kelly had responded to us on Twitter and said that salt bagels are canonically the gay bagels. Salt um, bagels? What is a salt yes. bagel? It is a bagel that's covered in giant salt crystals. Oh, so it's like a pretzel. Yes, very similar. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I believe he is saying that because of, and I quote, a bunch of salty queens. Oh, um, that's funny. So, okay, that's yes, funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't like salt bagels. Um, they don't have a lot going on, like, flavor-wise for me. 
Um, but I can I can see where he's coming from with with that logic. Yeah, I, um, I I could see that too. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I guess so it is ordered. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not ordered. We, we can overrule him. Bryant, you're overruled. We don't like it. <laughs> we don't want to eat a salt bagel. <laughs> yeah, try again. Um, I mean, I, so I, I like the idea of like sort of the salty queen thing. I think, I think though, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of basic. Um, <laughs> and, I, I, there needs to be a hint more uh, fun or or culture <laughs> to to the bagel <laughs> for me to for me to feel like it is a a good choice for that uh, for, for that option. And I do agree that that rainbow bagel is not a it's it's not available yeah. everywhere, so I don't think it's a very good choice. Well, also it it doesn't have any like flavor thing. It's just food coloring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, bagels. So, bagels. want to talk about tech? Yes. What's What do you want to talk about today, pal? That's a good question. <laughs> I it think so, too. It doesn't really seem like a lot of interesting news happened. Uh, 190 people were laid off, um, according to uh, a filing um, with, the, with the California Department of tracking people who are unemployed um and uh that was at uh, apple's automated car whatever thing project project titan um but i that doesn't really seem newsworthy or interesting to me because it's not a project product thing like we don't know what it was that they were working on that they were laid off from it is it, it sucks that they were laid off uh and but uh fortunately there is a boom in um uh, special car projects these days. So uh, hopefully they all find uh, gainful employment at one of the competing uh, uh, projects. But uh, it was uh, just, I guess, notable because it was a lot of people working on the secret project that uh, were laid off from this thing. And it had previously been disclosed that they were shifting gears away from making whatever it was um to something else that had something to do with other things i don't know i'm just i just can't get that excited about it because it doesn't it's not something i can envision in my mind as like a product i know i i agree and here's something that i think the two of us should talk about um it's all the foldy phones that are in the oh. in the news uh yeah i don't <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah, well, I, I mean, let's care. yeah, let's talk yeah. about it. So, so we saw Samsung, right? Samsung announced a a foldy phone. Uh, what is it called? Samsung Fold Phone is called. You can tell how much <laughs> I care about these things. Uh, Samsung Galaxy Fold, and then Huawei, uh, aka the Chinese government, came out with a uh, foldy phone of their own. Um, also, I'm not just I'm not just being uh, what's the word. I'm not just being dramatic about that. Um, that company is, it's genuinely the, the Chinese government. Um, so yeah, Huawei has one. The Galaxy has one. I think LG, or who is it? Somebody else is supposed to be uh, coming out with one soon. Uh, basically, everybody right now, oh yeah, it's Motorola, which Motorola, okay. Uh, everyone right now are creating foldable phones that serve as both essentially a tablet device and a straight up phone that you're used to. 
And there are, of course, as there are in all things, mixed opinions of of whether this is a good idea or not, and whether this is these look good or don't. And Joe, I am curious to hear how you feel about these foldy phones. I kind of spoiled it um, by saying that I don't really care. Uh, I, I I like the idea of a phone that can fold to be smaller than it is when you're using it or uh, larger than it is when you're using it as a phone. Um, either way, I, it's, it sounds appealing. Um, I don't like, in practice, how these phones look and operate, and I don't see myself using them, these particular ones, I, I believe that this is an important evolutionary step in the process of, you know, throwing these things out there and seeing what does and doesn't work about them uh, and refining that later. Uh, but, you know, I don't see myself owning a foldable phone in the next three, four years. But uh, at some point, um, sure, fine. It, it'll, it'll be interesting. Um and so I'm, I'm glad they exist. I feel like they just get uh, a lot more press coverage than they should because they're different uh, and unique, but they're not practical or good. So mm. mixed feelings, mixed feelings. I don't. I don't yeah, I mean, if if this is your bag and you're like, oh my god, the Galaxy Fold is the one thing that I've wanted out of all of the phones that have ever existed and it's finally here and I'm going to go get it, uh, then don't allow me to harsh your mellow. But right. um, I, I, I just, I don't see that. What you're saying is case. you are not mm-hmm. into this thing. You're not saying that it is, you know, it that it's it's bad and no one should have it and anyone who likes it should feel bad and da-da-da-da. That's not well, the I point mean, here. Oh, I'm wait, not saying what? that. I'm not saying that publicly on a podcast <laughs> where people would feel bad, but like I'm thinking it. Uh, that's that's for sure. But uh, one thing that I think is interesting about these phones is not a lot of people get to touch them. Um, uh huh. Which is not a good sign, generally speaking. Uh, so another fun aspect of the amount of press that I get is there's a lot of press from people who are not even physically holding these devices. Uh, so you get detractors talking about why they're bad, even though they haven't held them, and you get uh, people who are really super duper in favor of them, um, and who also haven't held them, and then you get a couple of journalists who have touched them for maybe five minutes, uh, <laughs> and they they they're like, yeah, sure, um, but that's that's it, that's it. Like, there's just not a lot of information out of out of that because they're not widely available to anyone to to touch and hold. Um, but uh, I will but, yeah. love it and hug it and pet it and call it fold. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. This is not not for me. Uh, I really, I don't want. I don't. I don't think that I want an all-in-one device like this. Uh, in this, this just. I said this before. And I'll say it again. I really feel like this is just an in-between kind of state that we're in right now, where we are looking for new ways to do the same old thing, and we're right at the we're right at the gap, um, right at the the bridge that's being built to where we take things to the next level, which in my mind is um, 
the augmented reality situation where you don't you're suddenly not cordoned off in a rectangle or square shape that requires all of this you know over engineering to take place to do something new and fun that's what bothers me about this is that i think that the next step is um not being not again not not being bound by the constraints of of a square or a rectangle or what have you and instead of trying to figure out a way to pack more screens or more screen real estate into a thing let's just not do any of that at all and let's go to uh let's like let's just move on to the next thing where we aren't having to again over engineer um i think that that's sort of why I don't much care for this and why it sort of bugs me. It's because it just feels like, well, we got to, we got to do something new and different. And so here's new and different and it's not practical in my opinion. It doesn't look good, especially in my opinion. Uh, and I don't like it. Okay. Well, it's funny that you should mention AR and being more in favor of, uh, seeing what comes down the, the, the pipe on that one, but because I'm actually more negative about AR than I am about foldable phones. Uh, just because it seems like foldable phones, something that could be worked out, like in a, in a social situation, um, you know, different things, like it's not going to be that unusual, uh, in the world. Whereas AR is like, it's still going to be technology that's on your face, uh, which makes me down on it, uh, still. Because that historically has not proven to be incredibly popular with people in the real world, um, so I, 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 it's just a, a slight difference of opinion that I have there. Uh, again, there aren't a lot of AR projects that are shipping, other than that laughable Magic Leap thing and the uh, Hololens um, from Microsoft, which seems to be mainly business oriented, um, and is still an enormous like bicycle helmet of a thing um but uh yeah it's it's not my not my cup of tea um yeah yeah uh, I, uh, I i guess i do think we're still kind of far out um you know from i don't think that ar is you know right around the corner i do think that it's uh-huh. still kind of far out but in terms of i should say ar that is really uh that's very good and that is kind of the future of of what I think tech is going to. Um, and so by the time it gets here, I'd like to believe that um, it will be... It'll be more... I mean, because remember when not too long ago, people were... What was it? Two years ago, uh, people were saying, oh boy, I'm going to look so stupid with earpods in my ear or AirPods in my ears walking around and everybody's going to, you know, they're all going to laugh at you. And now it's like, it's the opposite. It's sort of uh, cultural. It's like, it's, it's a positive thing to be walking around with your AirPods in and everybody sort of laughs about how um, if you've got earpods, then it's you know it, it that's so last year and so i it i think that our selective culture kind of 
in terms of of accepting new kinds of technology and things, it can move faster if it works and is good and uh, is good enough to be of interest to us. Uh, so yeah, it just depends, I guess, on on that uh, whether. Again, I think that it's a while away, but I would prefer the. Uh, let's see, I would prefer the. <laughs> <laughs> uh joe's just sent me a photo or a, a tweet um from top shelf tyson on twitter and it says when the direct deposit hits and it has uh, a person wearing what looks like a i want this jacket like a turtle it's a jacket where you can zip it up so it's more like a turtleneck and then the person has their airpods like stuck to the side of it looks like what is that you think it's magnets i think it's probably a magnet yeah um it's a, did i say what it said the text says when the direct deposit hits uh yeah. and that's funny um but yeah like airpods were were kind of nerdy a couple years ago and now they're not and i think if the technology is awesome enough and and uh it can get into enough hands it can get enough people's hands then ar could be awesome too so it just it just depends but i am more for that i guess is what i'm saying uh, than I am for this sort of weird, silly, thick, in-between stuff that just kind of, I, it kind of makes me roll my eyes a little bit. It's I, I don't I don't get it. Why are we doing it? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, anything could be cool if it's cool. Just you know, cool? that's I don't know. That's a good. That's a that's a really good thing you've said. It's a mm-hmm. anything can be cool if it's cool, but it's got to be cool to be cool. It's a real chicken and the cool problem. Um, <laughs> Which came first, the chicken and the cool? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so apparently, apparently, um, Siri has gotten a little bit better. I don't know if I should use that word. Siri has some more features <laughs> <No>. as of t- <laughs> as of today. Um. There are new shortcuts available in, I'm guessing, the Shortcuts app. Uh, <sighs> so American Airlines um, has a new shortcut. So you could say, hey, you know who, flight update, and it'll give, it'll, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I said it like that. It'll, it'll give you updates on your upcoming travel plans. Um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So you can say, hey, Bob, Bob, Bob flight update and then it'll let you know what your what your flight looks like it uses your location information uh to figure out like what it needs to tell you um caviar which i guess is like a food ordering app uh yeah has a has a shortcut so you could say order my you know my typical pizza and then you can get your your pizza once again uh Miriam Webster has a new word of the day shortcut. That's fun. Um is and, it go ahead. Go ahead. What was your question? Oh, I said is it? Oh, is it? <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's fun. I I like learning new words. Um and then Dexcom, which I guess is a glucose monitoring uh thing. Let's see, Dexcom. Dexcom, Dexcom. Oh, yeah. So that's for uh, their, it's those embedded continuous glucose monitoring. Um, So for folks who 
need to monitor their glucose and have had a little device embedded into their body, then it can uh, let you know about a reading. So you could say, hey, how's my, how's my sugar? Le- how are my sugar levels looking right now? Um, Apple's going to be adding shortcuts from Airbnb, Drop, I don't know what that is, Resound, and Smarter, which is a coffee maker. Also new mm. to me, Smarter Coffee Maker. Um, every you, you say make my, make my coffee, and then it makes the coffee. <laughs> yeah, which why wouldn't it just have that already? Um, so this is interesting to me because this this is a total aside here. Uh, I have not, I have yet to find a a Wi Fi connected coffee pot that is worth the trouble. Um, it's almost always been just an absolute disappointment uh, where you might as well just not use use it at all. And now I'm on Smarter's website and they've got a fridge cam, which no, I don't need that. They've got a an electric kettle. They've got um, an electric coffee pot. And then I wonder what this thing is. Oh, yeah, that's so that's a, they've got an electric kettle an electric coffee pot, like a smart coffee pot, and then a fridge cam. So you can see what ingredients are there in the fridge. Some of the new fridges come with a little webcam built in so you can see if you forgot anything. Uh, And then there's also Waze and Nike Run Club, which recently had uh, those shortcuts added. I am curious, dear Joseph Rosenstill, um, have you gotten any more into... Siri shortcuts. No, you shortcuts were. suck. Um, they, they're, they're not. Matt in, Casanelli not, just like just <laughs> shivered. There was a disturbance in his force. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, nothing. Nothing personal. I, there are people who are very, very, very excited about shortcuts, and I don't want to diminish their excitement. Uh, they are able to make things that work for them um, using a complicated. Rube Goldberg system in order to like publish a blog post and stuff so they can they can do things it's possible I I just I see no reason to really jump through the hoops to do any of this stuff and mostly that's because triggering these is not any easier or intuitive than it was when the company existed as as a, a workflow before this um, as a separate entity the the surfacing of what you would want to do is not improved there there are uh if you go to if you swipe down on your home screen you get the the search the siri search thing with siri suggested apps and then uh some shortcuts that are suggested my my suggested shortcuts where of this phone knowing me so well are create new tweet just by itself, just in complete isolation, just make, make make a new tweet about something. Just announce to the world something that you're thinking of. The next one is send a, a message to Jason. Uh, and then the the third thing is see stories from today in Apple News. That, you don't that, use that, Apple News. Yeah, this is Apple my News. highly personalized series suggestion uh, uh, matrix of possibilities for me. And I got to see what mine the, are. Those, those things where... Uh, they're adding these these features, like you said, to these other these other things to enable uh, more stuff, uh, and and they're they're touting that. It's like, well, but some of those I wouldn't even want to trigger with my voice. Like, 
my glucose monitoring? Wouldn't I want to see what that was? Yeah. And see, like, a log of that? Like, why, why am I... Am I just, like, in my living room shouting at a HomePod? Like, tell me my glucose level. Well, Joe, like, think, about is, when you use, think about when you use Siri the most, uh, be it for dictation or for, like, reading back a message. I could see someone in the car who starts to feel a little faint or uh, is, you know, wondering, oh, crud, before my commute, did I remember to take one of my glucose tablets or something like that? So you're driving and you're able to ask, can you give me a reading Like while you're not able to look at your phone? But it is a very particular thing and it feels like it's over-engineering solutions that don't need to be over-engineered. So I totally get that. But I, I like as far as that one in particular goes, I think there is a place for it. Um, but yeah, I agree that most of these are like, really? If you're in a car and your blood sugar feels off, please pull over to the side of the road um i I don't think that you should necessarily just be like oh well i don't feel well but my glucose monitor says i'm fine i'm gonna keep driving (laughs) like don't don't, don't do that Uh, go 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 follow up on that one um but uh the yeah i mean i guess i could see that like theoretically but again like i i just I, i i i don't know that seems like a stretch um it's good that these hooks exist for some future better thing um because Siri still sucks. Uh, I, I I have I still have incredible frustration trying to get it to hear me correctly um, when I say things. Like I was dictating a text message last night in the car, and I said no, K N O W, and it heard now, and that wasn't it. Wouldn't have made any sense as a sentence um, to to use now in that in that way. Uh, but but it heard that apparently and transcribed that, and so I had to redictate the entire text message again um, because it was a dum dum, and <laughs> it's annoying how often that that happens. Uh, in 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 many cases, it's just not even worth um, dictating a message back uh, of any length or detail uh, because it is just uh, the odds are very high that one thing is going to be wrong in it, uh, and you're not going to be able to easily change that one thing. Um, now I know if you're not in the car and you're dictating, you can tap on things that are displayed and change them, um, and improve the dictation that way. But, uh, if I'm not in a car, I'm not dictating because I, I would just type it. Yep. I don't trust the system (laughs) to do that well enough. Why? why? Um, but, uh, the other situation is of course, uh, playing music, which it still has all those chipper things of sure thing right away playing now and it's just like but then then it doesn't play what i told it to play um so it makes me so angry uh if you ask something when it doesn't think it has an internet connection uh which is hilarious because i'm in los angeles so it is saturated with cell phone tower radiation um (laughs) so i i mean why 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 can't it do it uh and the answer is because i'm driving away from my office and so it was like maybe there's still some Wi-Fi network oh, capability. Yes. Love that. Love that when but, that happens. But then even when it switched over to cell, it, it still took five minutes before it was ready to accept anything. But it doesn't save what you asked. It just gives up after a time. It just has the little waveform thing and goes back and forth and then it says Oh, I can't connect to the internet right now. Try again later. <laughs> and that's so it frustrating. It doesn't save what I asked. It doesn't. It's not like I'm going to try this when I have internet connection. I'm going to. It's. It's just like 
I just gotta like trigger you and repeat this again until, <laughs> this whole thing until it I've works. Said, I give up. Yes. I'm not saying it anymore. The person doesn't get to know what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, and the the music thing. Like, if I say something that is similar to what is in my library, but doesn't include, but doesn't have the word soundtrack on the end, and has film score or something, like you should be smart enough to know that sometimes those could be interchangeable and you should prioritize what's in my library in my music library over what is inside of the entire apple music ecosystem mm-hmm. uh and you shouldn't just randomly pluck out something that has words in it that are the same or similar um in a different order uh in in not exactly what i said like there there are cases where uh on defocus we did the phantom um which is not a good movie. It's a hilariously bad movie. Uh, you should totally watch it. It's on Amazon Prime um, because you'll just be like, what? Um, but the it, it, it is so dumb and bad. And <laughs> it has a film score that's by David Newman. And so I was driving to work and I wanted to listen to the film score. And it's in Apple Music. Um, and it's called The Phantom. Uh, uh, I believe it's Phantom Film Score. And anyway, I read it exactly as it as it appears, as the title of the the album um and i even tried saying parentheses because there are parentheses in it um no way it doesn't do anything it it still will play uh uh i forget what it was it was uh, yeah it was the phantom of the opera movie soundtrack not the phantom of the opera cast recording the the one from the joel schumacher movie so if you ask for the phantom soundtrack it's like now playing the phantom of the opera soundtrack and it's like but that's not what i said like you need to like i literally literally said what you needed to play and you didn't do it uh but but you can search for it and find it and cl- tap on it and it'll play the thing i, I just i do, it just makes me so angry so siri to trigger anything is not my first go-to as the, the long way of getting around that um it, it is incredibly bad still at triggering what i want it to do uh and so i i see no reason to build any sort of automation that relies on it understanding me and my intent because it is so bad at it Mm -hmm. in any any context where it, it needs to parse any of this information out do you so that's that's one sort of well, okay, so two things. One, um, do you think, and this isn't like an accusational thing. This is genuine. Like I'm curious because I don't, I don't know. I, I've I've tried paying attention, but um, I just don't use I just don't use voice OSs in the first place, really. But do you th- do we think anyone is doing a good job of 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 this thing? Like, is is there any uh, and again, the, this is also not like apology tour or anything like that. I, I'm genuinely wondering, like, are we just sort of not there yet? And so all of them end up disappointing us because none of them are very good at providing, uh, like actually hearing what we're saying and more importantly, taking what we're saying and being smart enough, uh, quite literally like AI wise to turn that into what we actually mean. Um, I, I just, I haven't really heard of, of any of them uh, doing a, a good job, a, 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 
really good job, I guess, of actually providing uh, for our expectations. But I don't know, I might be wrong there. I mean, we've seen Google's uh, virtual assistant get really high marks on being sort of the smartest of the assistants um, because of Amazon's plugins with everything. It does a pretty good job of of sort of not necessarily being incredibly accurate, but being instead of accurate, being um, more all encompassing, sort of not kicking to, well, I don't know what to do and I can't do anything by, which is kind of what Siri does. Um, but I don't know that any of them really are, are living up to, <laughs> to our, our desires at once. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. I think there's definitely trade-offs to every, each of the, the systems. Um, and I don't, I don't have any Google Assistant devices in my life. Uh, theoretically, I guess you can use the Google app to do something with Google Assistant, maybe. I don't know. But uh, I, I see I see no reason to do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, there's um, Echoes in my home uh, that I use, but their downside mainly is they're in my home. Um, and so they don't go anywhere uh, else other than here. So anything I would rely on for automation is is tied to them and the alexa app still sucks yeah still real sucks yeah, yeah. i mean, I mean they, it has improved i feel yeah. um but yeah it's 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 not perfect it's not perfect no uh, just having to open the app to do things is going to be an obstacle no matter what um so it's just not something that you can really get around you can try to minimize it by not making the app take forever to load and burying things in different tabs uh, and moving things that used to be in other tabs to other places. Uh, so, you know, there's there's some optimization that can be done, but uh, it is it is certainly um, not ideal. So they all have different trade-offs, uh, and I think the person who's probably the most familiar with all of the trade-offs would be uh, your Clockwise co-host, Dan Morin, um, because uh, he has all of them. Uh, in a very small, small apartment. Uh, and I don't know why he did that to himself, but uh, he's he's got them all huddled around him. Uh, so he, he he seems the most versed in all of this. And he, he at least last time I heard him talk about it, uh, is, is not under the impression that any of them is a clear winner over the others, uh, it, which I could agree with. I, I, I still think it's hilarious that he has a HomePod that... Uh, he doesn't have an Apple Music subscription, so he just uses it as an AirPlay speaker. But then he wanted a stereo setup, so he bought another HomePod. So he has two no, HomePods. and no Apple Music. Just switch to Apple Music. I shouldn't say that. I have both. No. and I, like there, I have both Spotify and Apple Music. So I, uh, I, I can't really, you know, lambast him for that. I think because um, so. <laughs> Sometimes people named Dan are obstinate for, this, for no yeah, good reason. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. Um, it's a common trait with Dan. It. Um, it's funny, the Google Home that I have in my home, all it does is chime when it thinks that it's her. The, the extent of its functionality in my home is just to chime when it thinks it's heard the wake word for it. I don't use it at all for anything. Uh, I, in fact, I used to, I've had it unplugged for a really long time. But uh, I was going through and cleaning stuff out and, and uh, Marie Kondoing the place. And I thought, 
oh, I should plug this back in and try and see sort of how it's updated and if it's gotten better, especially given how well the Google Assistant scored on being, you know, smart. And I just have not done it. So it's just, it's in my, it's in my living room, literally right next to the first gen Amazon Echo Tower. Um, and they both, well, that one, the, the, the Google Home device just kind of sits there. I do use uh, the Echo system in, in my home in different ways because I've got an Ecobee thermostat that has uh, ALEXA built in. Um, I've got this cool thing from Cavalier Audio uh, that has ALEXA built in. Um, then the main tower as well as an Echo Spot. Um, and so I do use those to, to, it's, it's pretty much just for, Hey, what's the weather like today? And, um, also like playing music, uh, whenever I leave the house, because yes, I do play, uh, music from Amazon prime for the dogs. It is not that I think that they actually enjoy the music. It is simply because it is a foreground thing for them to focus on instead of like kids coming home from school, which they like to bark at and things like that. So whenever I leave the house, just sort of uh, mediate their anxiety. They, I, I put so it those like baby Einstein things like, like I, the Mozart and stuff. I just say Aguilera <laughs> play classical music. And then oh. it plays this. Um, uh, here is a classical music playlist from Amazon prime. Um, I, I, I have to say that Amazon primes, uh, Amazon prime music's, uh, playlists are superior in my in my to in my Apple opinion, Music or to all to Apple Music's yeah okay because spot I um, was gonna say Spotify that's so uh, I've talked about this before like why I have both one is because once you are stuck in your ways it's hard to sort of give that up but two um, Apple Music aka iTunes that was the place where I started building my own music library and. Um, you know, sort of collecting albums. Uh, so back whenever you bought music rather than streamed it, I've got a lot of stuff from there. And then now with Apple Music, I add that way. So um, when I want to, because I'm, I'm mostly, when I'm listening to music, I tend to listen to albums uh, as a whole, as opposed to just like individual songs. So if I'm in the car or something, that's usually what I'll do. But when it comes to uh, either I don't know quite what I want to listen to, or I want to be able to listen to music sort of for an extended period of time without having to DJ myself. Spotify is superior to Apple Music for both of those things. Um, one, it creates like six different what they call daily mix uh, playlists. And so six whole different uh, playlists with different kinds of artists on each of them. So I can click play on that and listen for a long time. But also when it comes to uh, their other playlists that I'll, you know, sometimes choose to listen to, they Spotify automatically without you having, as long as you have the, the feature selected, it'll automatically start playing. Even after the playlist is over, it will play music that fits with the playlist that you're listening to, which is incredible. Um, because it essentially means that your playlist can run all day while you're, while you're listening to music and you don't have to worry about it or think about it. So Spotify, I don't, I've never, I've, I've listened to, uh, the new music mix and favorites mix a couple times on Apple music. 
and I'm never happy with them. I've never been happy with them. In fact, sometimes those new music mixes, I'm like, you don't know. I've almost offended. You don't know me at all, Apple Music. I would never listen to this <laughs> song. Um, Spotify knows me well uh, and, and my music taste and does a very good job of, of you know, capturing that and understanding that. And so, yeah, Apple Music is just kind of my flipping through my albums kind of place. And Spotify is the truly like smart uh, system for me. So uh, that's why I have both um, and might be listening to one or the other at any given time. Uh, but I've, I did, I did dabble in Amazon's music thing and I thought it was fine, you know, while I was using it, but I just, because I already had two, I did not need to add a third. No. Yeah. No. And from your description, there's no way that Amazon, uh, I'll just tell you the Amazon music unlimited does not live up to, uh, what you're describing in Spotify. Um, it is just slightly better than what Apple offers for uh, its playlists. Because uh, like you said, with Apple's playlists, sometimes there's just stuff in there where you're just like, what, what the what the bleep? Like, why, why, why would you do this to me? Um, and they, they don't generally seem to be organized in any sensible way that I, I like, there, there's stuff with like the new music mix and the chill mix and stuff where it's just like, was there a thought in transitioning between these? Like, do, do, do you want me to just think of think of each of these as like a completely separate individual unit and not like uh that one of these leads into the next like there is no no continuity like i i don't know there's just something very strange about the way that apple does this and there's supposed to be like people powered or whatever and hmm. editorial authority of geniuses and it's like I don't know if I believe in that anymore. Like you're making me believe in computers, um, which is weird. Like I, I think that uh, generally other companies have done better, a better job with this. The only reason I have Apple Music is because uh, I, I just got fed up with not being able to tell Siri in my car to be able to to, to play something because uh, they they've very stubbornly uh, not seen fit to add. Uh, Siri support for third-party media players, mm-hmm. um, which is hilarious when you're talking about like how they added a, like a shortcut for for a glucose monitor or or something else. It's just like, was this was this the low-hanging fruit <laughs> that you guys thought you needed to 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 get at? Um, not 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 to make fun of people who are actually genuinely happy about the, the glucose monitor, but I just I'm thinking, you know like proportionally i bet there's probably a lot of people who have glucose monitors that would also like to be able to use another music service with their with their phone right um right it, it, it just it, it it's sort of very very strange and it seems uh anti-competitive more than it seems like uh they're just waiting to get around to it i guess um but uh but yeah it's 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 really frustrating i i i, I would not use apple music if i didn't need it for uh carplay like if there was if there was no if there was a, a any other support for any other uh music service even if it was Spotify which I don't have um I would cancel my Apple Music subscription sign up for Spotify and use that with with Siri because I'm just so fed up um with Apple's uh inability to parse and understand what I'm asking for and to play things that I think are sensible and what I would expect um uh, but you know that's that's just that's just what it is we should probably wrap this up <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's getting a little long here but mm-hmm. you know there's a lot to talk about 
I think we've done a good job, though. Um, okay. Right. If you think so. I do think so. I think we've done a great job, and everybody has enjoyed it. Right. Not off. <laughs> Not off, yes. What are we going to do today, Brain? <laughs> the same, the same thing. thing we do every day, Pinky. Try, Try to, to take, take over, over the, the world. world. <laughs> One is a genius, the other's insane. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that that's uh, a good a good place mm-hmm. to end it. And um, look out for throat rolls on your way to work today. I, I will. I'll be dodging them furiously. I'll use my Siri sort, uh, shortcut to, to tell me, uh, to make sure that I'm not within throwing distance of, of rolls. Hey, Siri, if you see any throat rolls, let me, let me know. Call yeah. me up. <laughs> They'll, they'll add a series shortcut for that before they'll add any support for a third-party music player. Oh, that's so sad and probably true. <laughs> Ugh. Well, alrighty. Bye, Joe. Bye.